Hey everyone, Zach here, resident cat herder on Live and Let Fly. Just quick heads up, we're going to be taking a few weeks off to spend time with our friends and family over the holidays, so this will be the last episode of 2022. We will be back with a new episode of Live and Let Fly on January 4th, so we'll see you in 2023. Cheers! What's up, everybody? It's Live and Let Fly. We're back again. What's going on? Tag team back. Okay, sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah, hi. We're here. Yeah, it is is Live and Let Fly Day. Gang's Uh, all here. Can we just fly and let live? You know? Yeah. Please. You know what? Hey, hey, Zach. Actually, could we? Could we? (laughs) Could we just do that? (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, we can. We can do that. That's cool. To be the Live and Let Fly podcast, there's not a lot of letting us just fly. No, (laughs) no. Come on. Uh, Get with the program. Come on, it's just funny because today is is Live and Let Fly Day. We dropped like an episode earlier mm-hmm. today, yeah. and we were recording tonight, and really we are all still salty di- about... Yeah, we had, <laughs> yeah. we had a big discussion in the Discord today, which I thought was a, a good discussion, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. I haven't even started that conversation yet. I, I need to go back and look at the uh, the Discord, and it's, it's just... It's a good it's, read. It's, it's a been a pain read. in the butt for me, like, this past month, just working six days a week, so I barely have any time at all. I've somehow remember my own name and that's about it i'm just you know what john jello I'm in the brain right now hey well don't I'm, feel bad i'm on thanksgiving break and i didn't i'm not up to date on it either <laughs> i ain't had shit going on <laughs> Zach, how, how has it been for you gming uh a, a starfinder adventure whose explicit intent is to not make us feel heroic yeah yeah who hate your like, players. I don't mean that snarky. No, no, no. no sounds snarky. <laughs> I know, but it's 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 legitimately not like that's the first. The name like, of the first the book line, is you know? yeah, we're, we're no, no heroes. heroes. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. And so like that's just very different compared to most APs where you know you're explicitly supposed to be heroes. Mm-hmm. Right, so, like, right, It's right. still structured like an AP, and we still have to like do things to level up. Leo was talking about that today, but the the, narr- the narrative is that we shouldn't be doing anything that we're doing. Uh, is that, do you find that challenging as a GM? Well, it's certainly, it's certainly interesting, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's different. Right. Um, but I just really love the sort of themes that get explored mm-hmm. in, in this AP. I mean, as you all know, when they first announced it, I was like, this is what I want to do. I, you know, yeah. I, I, like I wanted to do, Fly for your die. So is um, it is it living up to the thematic expectation that you had? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you know the things, the situations that I put y'all in certainly do explore those themes, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
it's it's difficult sometimes when you know it, it, i know that you feel frustrated or beaten down by the narrative that's going on uh despite your best efforts even mm-hmm. though that's sort of the point right, mm-hmm. right you know right. that's sort yeah, of the i am point. feeling immersed by <laughs> <laughs> i feel like yeah. one of donnie yin's stunt ow my immersion it hurts <laughs> i see you with that callback he yeah my immersion is bruised and fragile all right yeah. <laughs> but, but i mean but i enjoy I think, it i enjoy doing yeah. it you know it's 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 fun it's, it's certainly different being on this side of the the gm screen you know, and especially um, g- given the the circumstances of the AP, right? It's like right, right. You came in expecting to kick ass and take names, and well, here no, you but are I didn't navigating even corporate that, you bullshit. Know? You know, so so I knew what AP we were playing when we got into it. You know, and hell, I made a character who was reluctantly a captain who was fumbling around. That was all. I leaned into the whole sure, vibe, sure, you know, sure, yeah. mm-hmm. but like. What's been my struggle is I feel like I'm being punished for leaning into the vibe. <laughs> and that's what I don't like. <laughs> you're not though. Like that's the thing. It's like you're you're not being punished any more so than anybody who would pick up this AP and play it is being yeah, punished. I know. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. It's, I'm not like intentionally trying to like fuck you guys. I don't think that you are, no. honestly. Um it's 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 really it's just the narrative and it just is what it it's just the point of this story, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but it just gets, you know, as I mentioned in the discord, all the encounters have been like super fun to play. Like, like I really enjoy how they're set up and like mechanically what kind of challenges it's throwing at us. Like they've, it's all been fun to like play the Starfinder part of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like the RP part of it has just been challenging. I won't say like, I didn't like, I don't like it, but like I'm, in a space right now where it's like difficult for, and I don't want to get into it because we'll probably get into it in character here in just a minute. Oh, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. but like, it's difficult to press forward uh-huh. as as mm-hmm. Roland. You know right. what I mean? And and that that's the challenge. You know. Well, let's let's put that challenge to the test. You know. <laughs> so here's the deal. Good Tom uh, talks, guys. By the way, you all. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we gotta do a little TT in the uh, in the old band. Yeah, little little TT, teasy Tom talk. Tom talk the teasing. The triple T. Yeah, Tom talk tease. We've done like fifty Tom talks and never called it TT. Thank God. Well, it's ruined now. There you go. Makes it better for me. So, last time. On the fly. You all stopped a, a Defrec stampede through the elephant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to the bottom of what happened with all that. And you all leveled up, right? Mm-hmm. That happened? Mm-hmm. Am I tracking that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. like a, just a couple clarification questions. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that you probably answered them in the episode, but I was too steeped in my ire to be fully <laughs> Indeed. All right, hit me, man. Uh, what you got? Uh, so, so the EMP... Uh-huh. Came from the na- from the nanites. They did the MP blast. Correct. And they took out certain systems in our starship, but not power completely, because there was other things happening that required power to have, like the lasers. Yeah, yeah. The- you you had like an emergency power. You, you know, I mean, all I, I would think all starships have some sort of like backup auxiliary auxiliary. Yeah, power. but like 
I sure, and I I figured as much. But then, as I was like editing the episode and listening to it and talking about it on Discord, you know, there was like rogue lasers going off. That's not auxiliary. You know, that's not backup power. Dude. In our in our hollow, it like was our, rerouted. And our, ha- our hack system was like had enough power to generate hard light holograph holograms. So, you know, I know. So Adam, know. the way our bank account is set up, <laughs> when you. <laughs> So, I mean, like, is that a mystery that we're supposed to be exploring, or uh, is that something I just missed? No. You know? I mean, listen, man, like, literally the extent, and I'm not I'm not kidding about this, the extent of, you know, the information that I have on mm-hmm. how this happened, and I'll, I will read it to you verbatim. Uh, let's see here. Where's it at? Where's it at? When the nanite-infested defrexes explode, they also release an electromagnetic pulse that disrupts technological systems throughout the Oliphant, and the starship temporarily loses power. Hmm. That's it. That's, That's it. so bizarre. Yeah. yeah. So my, my, my thought is that I'm going to, like, hand wave, you know... Unless y'all want to like RP it out or something like no no you, you, I'm just you curious as a player being able to restore did power I miss to, the, to the sh- you didn't miss anything okay. no I don't you know this could be one of those situations where Leah wrote forty two thousand words and had to trim <laughs> down to twenty five thousand yep. words I don't think it's one of these situations I think it's explicitly that situation <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well it's not the only situation in this book where I not feel oh, I that you. way where yeah, I'm like. Yeah. I bet he had more to say on this particular. How, how evil and large do you think his grin was every time he wrote the words "nanite infested deference <laughs> into the uh, <laughs> Yeah, I so, quiver at the thought of that. <laughs> I feel like that's probably a King Giz album, right? There. Exactly. <laughs> it's coming out next week. Nanite infested yeah, deference came out yesterday. Yeah. 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 It's already out. Yeah. They're Keep already up. working on the next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, okay, yeah. That's so, the, yeah, that's the only questions I had. Well, okay, I'm sorry, I had one more okay. one more question. And it's probably the same answer. You didn't have the information. But how did they get out of the cargo bay? So that uh, literally, uh, the, sur- the next sentence, the surviving herd stampedes out into the hallway of the Oliphant, thrashing over one another and barreling down the starship's cramped corridor. So, so, I'm, so I'm the EMP haywire shot the, yeah, yep. the, the yes. doors. Yeah, let's say that. There we yeah. go. This glitched open mm-hmm. long enough for them yeah. to mm-hmm. yeehaw. Long enough for them to fuck us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of the. It's like you know, you just gotta like have that. Just that's a conceit a of the of the AP there. Um, yep. As, what a conceited AP. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so that's where we're at. You know, that's just what it is. Um, well, thank you for answering those questions. Yeah, I was yeah, just curious. Ab- absolutely. So here's the deal this week. I think we need to take some downtime <laughs> after after the events of uh, of all this, you know, Defrex hurting situation. Uh, you're going to have. I'll just get spoiler alert. It's going to be a safe flight back to Vest Three, back to Skitterhaven Ranch. Don't so, believe them, guys. I, <laughs> scouts <laughs> honor. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I was never scout? a scout, but I was going to say, don't worry. It's, listen, it's the spirit of the gesture oh, that matters, it? okay? Uh-huh. Not the specifics, uh-huh. all right? Neat. <laughs> okay. Sure. So here's here's what I would like y'all to do is to have, uh, let's let's 
Let's focus on our level ups. Talk about our level ups. Mm-hmm. And if y'all hard carry the next hour of content, <laughs> I will throw in multiple D30s for everybody. Okay. Mm. All right. Out. So that's the oh, deal wow. that I'm offering you all, right? Can we cash okay. those in for cold hard cash instead? <laughs> <laughs> They're non redeemable, um, non transferable. It's non transferable. Don't know unless you have multiple 30K cred sticks. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what that Let's is. Go. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, let's pick it up from there. And um, do y'all have any, does anybody have anything that they want to kind of lead off with in terms of like, you know, the aftermath of this or talking about your level ups or anything? First thing before John gets started, can you set us some music? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What what kind of vibe would you like? Just a chill, just a chill ambient. I want a rich vibe. I want to to play the opposite of this AP, where we're like just loaded (laughs) and overpowered. I think that happens eventually in this AP. It may or may not. It may or may not. But then then it'll get taken. Won't last. Yeah. (laughs) Is that chill enough, or do you want less chill? I think Um, that's fine, to be honest. It's kind of ambient, you know, but. Ambient's good. Okay. I like it. I like All it. All right. Okay. So, John. Yeah. You you wanted to kind of lead things like right off, off the with aftermath. How, with, with yeah. how Vincent's feeling with take us there, man. Take yeah, us there. Yeah, absolutely. So, right after everything just takes kind of place with the all the defrex that are still in this cargo bay and everybody's still kind of like calming down from the alert that just went off and he just like I imagine, like, once the the, uh, the gravity just kicks back on, like, he just kind of, like, plops right down on his ass. And he's just going to get right back up. And first thing he's going to do is, after he wipes his brow, he's going to go ahead and approach Tia. And he's just tell you, you were wonderful back there. You really did it. You really did a number there. And I just want to tell you, whenever you need help, I'm your dwarf. Yeah, well, Tia's like... <gasps> because uh, she's about to suffocate. Deep breaths, um, deep breaths. <laughs> like hard pats on the back. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, hold your, take hold them your out of it. Take them out of it. Yeah, yeah. Hold your arms out. <laughs> yes, this helps. Um, th- thank you. Um, breathe through the thorax. I'm, right. I'm just glad I was able to get us there, you know. You won the day. You want to die, you should be proud of yourself. Is is this what being a hero feels like? It sounds like you have evolved. Am I right? Am I right? And just like big wink. <laughs> I, I, doing it. I hope so. <laughs> right. Well, Captain. Uh, we really yes, uh, fucked this one up again. What's going on? <laughs> uh, he ignores that and he just says, oh. All right, crew. Um, quite a mess has been made. Uh, before we settle down, I, I think we should straighten our ship up. Um, I will go with Morgan to the Arcane Lab, and we will put that back in order. Um, if uh, Vincent, if you will take care of this cargo area, get it back in back in in line, and uh, Hestia. If you will go to the the tech lab, right? That's what it is. Is that where the lasers were firing off? 
Yes. Yeah, if you, if, if you will go and deal with the lasers there and get them back in position and, well, Gadrick, I already know that you're going to go to the hack and make sure that your movie theater is in good shape, so... Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, what else might... It's the most important right. part of the ship. Right. Uh, this instruction is just a formality. Um, and then after that, perhaps we can all meet in, in the galley to just... to just chat. Right. Sounds, sounds like a good idea. Maybe decompress as, as a unit. Um, yes, that sounds uh, lovely. <laughs> All right, well, there's no time like the present. Hop, hop to. Uh, watch and, and step like the, here. There's a lot of Kelpetties around here. <laughs> <laughs> Difference and, uh, I will say anybody that has, like, even the most decent of sense motive can see a like a sh- a wave feel a wave of like tense frustration coming off the captain he's not obviously he's not mad at any of y'all but you can just see tension and his you know he doesn't typically give orders out like that and um i just want to call attention to that 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 is not me just being a bossy it's 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 a manifestation of his frustrations right right He's gonna head. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he's gonna head to the arcane lab. Hey, yeah, and just like uh, Vincent doesn't pick up on that as all, at all, but he sees him leaving. Like, what's up, his girl? <laughs> it's probably the almost dying and all that. Hey, but this is on the regular now, you know. Well, well that, I, I that's think exactly get used thing. to it. At this point. I think it's a matter of that it's happened back to back to back. And uh, it's just, uh, well, I think I, for one, am worn a little thin on this. Um, personally, very ready for Defrex to be off the ship. Um, no offense, fuzzy babies, but I'm, I'm so tired of looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I could use Defrex's a stiff drink. Fault. I mean, Vincent, look, look at my mustache. It's, it's, there's, there's a, a single whisker sticking out of it. It's not. It's a bit dry. It's a bit dry. Do you still have any of that oil lift? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna take care of that as soon as I make sure that. You know, whenever we get back on port, maybe you need to get it styled again or something. You know. Yeah. Well, it, like like Morgan was saying, it's just been one thing after a fucking another. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I could use a stiff drink and something other than fucking toast sandwiches, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I could have sworn you said toast sandwiches, but <laughs> toast sandwiches, toast sandwiches, you know, they, they taste the bloody same. No jam. Is Defrex, is Defrex steak not on the menu? Didn't a couple of them blow be. up? I mean, you know the I thing mean? about it is, is it's kind of like birdshot. As soon as you get all those nanites in that uh, meat, then it's like, do you really want those nanites to be exploding in you? I mean, that, that's you know how you, 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 know, you crack a tooth, you know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. You want nanites? This is how you get nanites. Is that how you get nanites? <laughs> <laughs> that's a poor idea, Kaden. No, Mo- Morgan, Morgan would, well, that though. <laughs> Before before they turn to go with the captain, uh, they would kind of reiterate, "Let's let's all just go take care of the stations, take a deep breath, and like the captain said, I think us coming together and having a breather in the galley will will really be helpful. So everybody just take a few breaths, and um, we'll see you in a bit, okay? Yeah. Glad, glad everybody's all right. 
I feel like Hestia does just that and like lay, just stays laying on the ground for a few minutes, just <laughs> breathing uh, before she finally gets up and is like, okay, back to work. <laughs> and also is, is like, it's not a frustration, but it, uh, just the knowledge that even though the captain kind of assigned each of us to a different part to kind of take care of, Hestia, knowing who she is, is going to go over the entire fucking ship. And like go through Hard all the worker. diagnostics and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a um, we started an employee of the month uh, like station mm-hmm. in the I don't know in the, maybe maybe the hall and like Tia's the only uh, picture <laughs> exactly. It's just like a row of like <laughs> employee of the month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're much didn't care for those types of wards, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, kid. Well, they always fuck us. It would know. mean the, the world. <laughs> no, but I mean <laughs> that would mean the world to Hestia, to be honest. <laughs> like even <laughs> like she would be completely oblivious to like <laughs> that it's like just her and like nobody really cares about it. But like she cares. <laughs> I feel the, the so acknowledgement. Good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> acknowledgement. Yes, <laughs> praise King. <laughs> there we go yeah <laughs> here for it here for it um i mean morgan would head into the arcane lab and just sort of help start tidying up uh but for the most part they would sort of just kind of check in the captain's vibe like as he's sort of straightening things is he feel like he's coming down a little bit like is he is he still really you know I wouldn't say he's like amped mm-hmm. like he was, you know, he's mm-hmm. not like, he's not like in action mode or anything like that, but, uh, you know, he's uncharacteristic, uncharacteristically quiet when you come in. Um, he like only gives you the ba- barely a little nuzzle nod, you mm-hmm. know, uh, not nuzzle. Like a snout. Oh, nod, what's yeah. that? What's that? Oh, that's sad. <laughs> like adorable. a snout dip. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's just kind of working. I, I would say because you're an empath that you are probably sense a lot of self doubt in him. You know, like there's, he's not doing anything outwardly. But, you know, because of the connection that we're developing and because you're an empath, I think that you you could certainly yeah. pick up on those feelings. Yep. Um, after it's pretty much as straightened as it, as it can be um, before leaving the bay, Morgan would kind of like uh, just sort of put their hand on Captain's shoulder. Captain, we've all done the best we could possibly do with the situations that were presented to us along this very interesting journey that we've just taken and you did the best that you possibly could again given the situations that we've been thrust into so you think that your best was taking that necrograft that caused us all that problems out there that's your best and he walks out. Oh. <laughs> we'll see you. Yeah, I heard the mic drop there. So, yeah. didn't catch any, like, 
Like before that, did mm-hmm. did Morgan catch any like anger no. coming towards them? Like, I mean, <sighs> Roland is frustrated at all of it, and he just lashed out at you. Okay, you know, and he he is very upset about you having that necrograph, but it's actually coming from a place of like concern for you, for you. But he's, he's lashing out angrily because, well, he just doesn't know what else to do. You know, like it just kind of snapped out of him. And that's part of why he walked off because he was embarrassed as, as much as he was mad, you know? Gotcha. Uh, Morgan would just stand there. And that's, that's all I've got for now. And uh, Vincent kind of kind of patrols in, uh, and he's kind of like just stretching, kind of working the kink out of his shoulders and everything. And uh, he's kind of taking a look around. And I think he would at least notice that, like, you're kind of just kind of a shocked stance right there. Hi, Morgie. You doing all right? Yes. Uh, sorry, just a little tired. Um... <laughs> Uh, I think we were all uh, a little out of sorts after all that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, just did a number back on that uh, cargo. Well, let me rephrase that. I didn't do a number. No, I cleaned up. That'd be the opposite. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be pretty hard to get all that scoring and all that, those ex- explosive scars out the walls. But she'll hold. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we're kitten. Morgan, the whole time you're talking, Morgan is just kind of like staring sort of like off, not looking at you, just kind of like maybe over your shoulder and a little to the left, like just sort of zoned out a little bit. Right, 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 Um, right. I'm I'm so sorry. Um, What, what, uh, what did you just ask me? Oh, no, no, no. It it was nothing. It was nothing. I'm just yammering, you know, but uh, yeah, hey, look, I mean... uh, tucked away bottle and uh i think right now the crew could use it and uh i think i'm gonna bring it to the galley whenever we, we, we and i meet up but uh anyway just wanted to go ahead and give you a little pre-warning on that and uh yeah i want to go uh see what go find gadrick but uh the time being you know, just uh, chin up, chin up, and they kind of like do a little sort of stiff nod and say, "Thank you, Vincent. I think that um, a, a touch of a uh, little uh, liquid revitalization would be uh, helpful for all of us. Maybe that's right. Um, that's right. Liquid libations, absolutely yeah. for revitalization. Um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll see you in the galley." <laughs> Absolutely. And they just kind of shuffle off. They definitely don't have their usual pep. Right, um, right. But yeah. And also, Vincent's going to shuffle off. Everybody's shuffling. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. shuffling. Uh, Everybody's so shuffling. With Morgan being an empath, I mean, how do they feel about all of this? Uh, it's just kind of hard to... We weren't expecting that, huh? So I feel like there was 
And that's honestly why Emily was a little surprised <laughs> at the captain's outburst. I was like, you just said self-doubt? <laughs> well, <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, I, I understand sass. your reasoning. No, I do. Well, and like, there is, you know, I'm thinking here is like, should I have told you that there is legitimate anger there? Because there is. But like, he might have that a little bit more guarded mm-hmm. than he would the self-doubt. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think maybe the self-doubt is cert- is like... If you're looking at it like a like a jawbreaker or something, that's wrapped around the anger right now. So maybe you just didn't get deep enough to mm-hmm. to to. I mean, especially since you were there and Roland knows that you're an empath, he might have been shielding that a little stronger. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I think Morgan is definitely uh more shaken now than they were sort of even immediately after this most recent emergency situation. Um, Cause you know, there's that, there's the compartmentalization that, that I think we all go through when you're in sort of emergency mode where you sort of shift everything and focus on the, the fire in front of you. You know, that, that fire had just been taken care of. Morgan was trying to sort of put the captain at ease and then to have him sort of, you know, uh, sort of snap at them. It was like, they weren't prepared for that mentally or emotionally. So it hit them harder than the emergency itself, if that makes any sense. Um, so they're, they're definitely, I mean, they, they lived through the whole situation with the necrograft and all of the, the fuckery that occurred and they were already, you know, planning to have it removed as soon as possible, but now it's like, ugh, just got stabbed in the heart, <laughs> in the in the dead black heart. Yeah, it's, all heart. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a heart. You don't have a I black know, heart. Yeah. You have an no, undead right, adrenal gland. That's adrenal right, adrenal glands, gland. Yeah. Damn it. Which you know, it's black listen. Heart. After this job is over. Was my recommendation is to head into uh, the major city nearest the Skitterhaven Ranch and have something done about that. Yeah. Got, we're gonna get some get a back alley doctor. We're gonna scoop you know. that out. We so, gotta scoop it on out of there for later. You know, <laughs> for sureties. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, interesting. Interesting interaction there. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, who? Anybody? Anybody want to talk about your level ups at all? Well, we'll get we'll, well get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, don't, don't there. anything before. I, I, I'm sorry. I, listen, <laughs> before listen, we meet up in the galley. Uh, I think we meet in the galley, and then the remainder of the days is is level up mm-hmm. right, because we're right, going to meet right. the galley on this day. Yeah. On this, you know, once everything's cleaned up, I'm basically just waiting to make sure nobody wants to do anything before we are yeah. m- met up in the galley. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Did anybody have anything else before we? go and do a little group hang? Uh, I mean, Hestia, being who she is, is gonna <laughs> probably run through all the different rooms in the ship just to give them a quick once-over. Not to, like, try to fix everything right now, yeah. but, like, to make a list for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's no problem. Um, again, Tia could certainly assess everything that's going on in the ship and could absolutely have a list that you will be able to repair mm-hmm. and handle. Mm-hmm. With no issues, you know. So, uh, 
I imagine that would probably then make Hestia the last person to arrive in the galley. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I, I will say, as Morgan walks into the galley, um, they have Sersha out, uh, and sort of like perched on their shoulder, and they're just like sort of petting her head and everything, just kind of uh, a little yeah. zoned out, just petting. I mean, you would probably notice that uh, Roland is pointedly not making eye contact with you, whether it's like looking down in his coffee cup or, or making himself busy waiting on everybody to get there. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess like once everybody arrives, uh, he would say... Uh, all right, crew status report. How are our systems and bays? Is everything operational, functional, in order? It's uh, seen God. better days from what I'm seeing. <laughs> I've made a list of all the oh, things that are wrong. <laughs> yes. Uh, are we in any significant danger throughout the rest of our travels, or are we good I've, to go. I've spoken with Hylax and they have assured me that this will be a safe journey. Great. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I God love it. said. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what, uh, what uh, um, Vincent, what is our total head count of the remaining Defrix? Well, from what I was able to count, but using both hands, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, we are a total of we're at 105. Uh, five exploded. Uh, managed to get the stains out the walls. Doesn't seem like there's any more nanites aboard. And uh, there's going to be some scarring. Uh, but nothing can't do about that. Can't get rid of it with club soda. Nothing. So, um, yeah, well, we're I have to deal with I'm, it. I must say that is, that is a higher number than I was expecting. Um, so I guess we'll take that as... Some good news. Right, right, right. Um, all right, team. I, I wanted us to just put our heads together and make sure that... Um, it, it, it appears that uh, Edge Corp is on our tail and that the idea of us just starting our own shipping company... And, and flying off into the galaxy is not a realistic one any further. We have a few issues that we need to take care of. First and foremost, we, of course, have to get the Defrex back to Skidder Ranch. And I don't see any problems with that. Ship repairs, Hestia and Gadric, I imagine you can, you can deal with that over the next couple of days. And there is the matter of the faulty necrograft in Morgan. I uh, am going to say that we are going to have that removed, Morgan, when we arrive at the next proper facility to get that done. Is there any disagreement there? No, no, Captain. And Morgan's like sitting at the table and they sort of pull their feet up into the chair with them and sort of like wrap their legs around or wrap their arms around their leg, their knees and sort of like pull them close and you see Sersha kind of like scamper up and sort of make a little neck pillow kind of around uh, Morgan just to try and like because like there's obvious like waves of tension coming off of Morgan uh, but 
uh, they say, uh, uh, agree, Captain. We will take care of this, and it will no longer be an issue. Um, you, as an empath, I would imagine, uh, you feel a sort of wave of discomfort coming from Hestia at the captain telling you that'll be done and not asking you if you would do it. Um, I, I would she say... She doesn't say anything. You just feel that, you know? I, I feel like we've spent enough time together as a crew and you guys know Morgan's like demeanor enough to see like they are pulling in both physically and kind of like emotionally. This is the smallest you've ever seen Morgan. Um, they just look, they feel tiny. You know, compared to their normal uh, personality. As that, uh, as all that kind of like uh, emotional dynamic is going on, um, the captain presses on and he uh, looks at Hestia and he says, Hestia, I need you to get an accurate inventory of the length of titanium rope that you have, <laughs> and I need you to keep up with it from this point forth. Understood? Uh, that's a sure. good one. I feel, feel like that's a everybody thing, but okay, sure. <laughs> Vincent, you and I will be practicing climbing drills for the next two days. Yeah, yeah, I could work in splats for sure. Well, wouldn't you v be trying to avoid splatting? <laughs> well, you gotta work on it in order work to get better, on not right? having yeah. them. Right, right. That's what I said. <laughs> Gadrick. <laughs> Gadrick, we will not be trusting autopilot systems until we dock this ship at the next starport to get a full reading of every aspect of this ship. Understood? Uh, yeah. Sure. Alright. After this job is complete, I am putting forth the motion of us reconsidering us having this business. I do, I'm confused as to what you mean by that. After this is done, I'd like to be depressed and consider quitting. This is what you're saying. He's saying Not we should split, to you. That's what he's suggesting. Am I right, Captain? You'd like to give up? Aye? Right? After a few whinging over here? I'm suggesting that we consider shoring up our weaknesses and perhaps go work for Abadar Corp. Morgan, like, visibly tears up. Captain, this yes. was... This was a setback. This, There's no reason that we should... Why, why don't you think that we can do this for ourselves? We, I mean, we, we had, we had a bad job. We've had a bad couple of jobs, but I, I mean, we're just getting started. There's uh, an entire universe of jobs out there that we can move on to. I, I don't, I don't understand this reaction. Way well, I see it, Cap. If you want to walk, you can walk. I'm still flying this thing. I know why, Morgie. He's fucking scared. Roland smashes his cup down on the table, probably harder than he anticipated, 
or meant to, and it breaks, and he's, he storms out of the galley. Whatever. Hestia silently and dutifully goes and gets a broom and starts sweeping it up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Thank you very Tia. much, Tia. Thank you, Tia. Well, we can't have messes about on the ship, no matter how we're feeling. Exactly. We're all feeling this, not just a kid. And you, you get the set like, that is just something for Hestia to do. Yeah. To not engage with you guys. Sorry about that, guys. Fine. Yeah. Uh, storm out. <laughs> Me too. I storm just out. God, the immersion is just great. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I missed everything after I said I storm out. So. Hestia uh, uh, goes and gets a broom and cleans up your mess that you made. Yeah, and then, yeah. but I was going to say that, like you, especially Morgan, would get the sense that is just Hestia looking for something to do to avoid sort of engaging with this. This whole thing makes Hestia very uncomfortable because, like, she views us as a family, you know? Like, giving up was not something she would consider or, um, you know, also seeing everyone else distressed. Like, as much as Morgan is an empath, like, Hestia's not, but is very considerate of other people's mm-hmm. feelings and is... is you know, just like trying to like go and like sweep some stuff up, and she's you know just looking for little stuff to to busy herself with. Um, so she doesn't so, know how to respond to any of this. Yeah. So what, Morgan? I think that you would have got the idea that Roland wasn't suggesting necessarily breaking up this crew, mm-hmm. but to stop trying to do it on our own because there's no way that we can hope to stand against all these things that are working against us and to. You know, go yeah. hire ourselves out to Abadar Corp. And you don't yeah. maybe don't know that for sure. I mean, he wasn't clear about it, but, you know. You didn't get the sense of dismissal, necessarily. Um, right, but the, what, what made him storm out was certainly the idea of him being scared and, like, yeah. running, wanting to run away. Like, that, that got him. Yeah, so with that in mind, I've got Tia. She feels um, kind of... Uh, a little uncomfortable just don't really know what to do so I'm just trying to find busy work yeah well and what I was gonna say Go on ahead. top of that like the uh, I think Hestia is smart enough to know like either he was suggesting like we just break up or not you know not being independent anymore mm-hmm. and that is equally a part of the discomfort you feel off mm-hmm. of Hestia because like the independence is the point you know yeah. like and why this whole endeavor is appealing to Hestia. So, quick, just kind of feeling the room a little bit, uh, Josh, what would Morgan sort of be getting off of Gadrick? Uh, tired. That mm-hmm. he's, he's just kind of uh, exhausted by mm-hmm. all of this and by the negativity and also just a, a sharp when... Uh, Roland mentioned, you know, leaving or splitting off and working for Abadar, not him solo, but like mm-hmm. us redirecting our efforts towards a major corporation like that. You felt a very, and probably everybody saw like a, a hard cringe of yeah. just like, ooh, no, I don't want to do that type, mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. Okay. What about Vincent? 
So I think uh, Morgan would be kind of picking up uh, primarily a wave of exhaustion, just primarily from the crew, as well as like a sense of listness, listlessness, you know, mm-hmm. and particularly from Vincent. I still would think that Vincent is under the impression, possibly, that the, that even if he didn't as in uh, if Roland didn't mean it as in like split the crew, it would effectively be splitting the crew by going off to work over at Abadar Corp. Mm-hmm. And something about Vincent is, is that he's, he's very much attracted to the sense of danger to mm-hmm. the criminality aspects of it a little bit. Um, even though he went straight for a while, he's still kind of like, Looking for that. He likes, that high. The, yeah, yeah. He like he likes the adrenaline that comes with like you know, uh, stealing a, a a ship, and he won't be able to have this ship anymore if he goes over to the Abadar. You know, Abadar. I love, whereas for Hestia, it's like the independence is the point for uh, your character. Like the fuzzy legality is the point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's part of the independence, you know. Yeah. Partially, you know, he gets so, to do old shit a little bit, you know. Kind of soaking up all of those sort of like surface level emotions from the crew. Um, Morgan would take just a moment to sort of like gather themselves and then would stand up and say, listen, we have all been through the ringer the last, <laughs> the last little bit here. Too fucking um, right. And we all know that the captain is a bit of a bit of a sensitive soul I don't think that he means to split us up and I don't think that he wants to really go back to a corporate situation I just think that he's nervous that he's going to let us down and it's easier to give someone else the reins essentially a a corporation I I think that he's wanting to give us a sense of stability and I think that this is our opportunity as a crew to bolster him and to say no that's not what we want we want to be ourselves we want to be ourselves together we want to be our crew I don't I, I don't want this to tear us apart we're all very tired I can feel every one of you are just just as exhausted as I am and just as exhausted as the captain is I I would suggest we all take everything that's been said with a grain of salt and maybe a shot of tequila and um, this is rum do you drink it at all this is rum me? oh darling oh no no anything and everything please oh but, I'll forgive you this one time. Let's just all have a rest. Let's not take anything too too seriously. And just know that we'll work this out together as a crew, as a family. And it's going to be alright. I will take you up on that shot. And <laughs> uh, 
I imagine you pour her a shot and Hestia takes one and then goes to, you know, you just said, like, let's go get some rest, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But as she turns to leave back to her quarters and, um, you know, with her list of a bunch of work to do on the ship and a bunch of work to do on Mantis as well uh, after the latest reconfiguration, as she walks out of the room, you you feel a little change in her um, sort of aura from like you know fear for for what might happen to the party but to a little bit of like sadness and aggravation that this is the conversation that we're having right now and she's not so petty as i am uh but she feels a little bit betrayed that like uh only one person like even gave her a thanks for kind of saving everybody's life right there, you know? <laughs> and that this turned into a, like, everything sucks, woe is me kind of conversation. Um, and kind of... Hestia's incapable of storming off, but kind of slinks off a little irritated. She's a sweet bug. <laughs> She's a sweet bug. And thorough. And, and thorough. thorough. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're doing shots, having drinks and stuff, and then Heading out. Uh, of course, Gadrick's going to have one. Um, is anybody else going to be doing anything? There's something I want to do after, like being the last one out of the room. That's absolutely fine. I'll do something after you do. I will do something after you do. Okay. Josh I says, I want to be the last one. And then and both of you say, I'm not in the room. Not in the room. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Morgan would take a shot and then, you know, say goodnight and head out of. The galley. Yeah, so Hestia was took the shot and was the first one to leave. Yeah, right. Morgan's right behind them. Right. Her, excuse me. So yeah, uh, Gadrick would grab the bottle and two shot glasses and take a deep breath, hold it for a second, walk out the room with his uh, chest kind of puffed up, kind of trying to jazz himself up for this encounter, and he's going to the captain's room. Nice. Uh, he does continue okay. breathing normally afterwards. <laughs> I was concerned. <laughs> um, but he goes and just kind of lightly knocks on the door. Come in. So Gadget goes in, bottle of rum in one hand, two shot glasses in the other. You know, Cap, uh, everybody else had a shot and I didn't want to leave you out. So you don't have a drink, just the one, don't have to talk. You can see, you know, he he had taken his shirt off and was doing like, like, um, kind of shadow boxing in his in his room, you know, like, and so he's kind of sweaty. He's got a towel around and he wipes his brow. and says, "Yeah, Gadrick, I, I think I I could use a shot. Um, please sit down. Let me let me just put a shirt on real quick and." Sure. So while you're doing that, he pours a shot for himself and one for Roland. Yeah. He says, Gadrick, I... I don't know. I I apologize for... for that. That's that's not befitting of a captain. And I just... What are we... What? I don't want to lead you to your deaths. I mean, nobody would. I don't want to lead you to bankruptcy. 
Well, I don't want that either. But, you know, Roland, I tell you, I can almost promise you, I don't know for sure, I hadn't really talked to him about it, but I can almost promise you that nobody in this crew wants to go back and work for another Edge Corp, for another, for Abadar, for any other. We want to be our own people, Roland. I do too. I, I don't really want to work for Abadar Corp, but I just feel that the entirety of the galaxy is crushing this little ship each step that we take. And while, yes, we did succeed in getting the amount of defrics that we were asked to get, they literally exploded on our ship, in our face. Yes. And there's, there's Edge Corp bounty hunters off of us, not to mention anything that might be coming from Vincent's past as well. Are, are we equipped? As much as I want to remain independent, as much as I want us to explore the galaxy and see everything and, and, and be the strong little crew of misfits, I don't want us to continue to fly head first into disaster. Well, I'll tell you what, Captain. My take on it is that I'd rather fly free or die. <laughs> he did it! He did it! And he raised No credits. Heads in. Hands you the, uh, hands the shot glass over, full of rum. And he, uh, he, uh, Roland, like, he's kind of, that, that, like, sinks in to him for a second, and he says, well, I, I will toast to that. And, uh, you see a little bit of his tension melt away. Not all of it, but, you know, his shoulders kind of, you know, they were up kind of against his, his neck. They kind of relax a little bit. He says, well, there's a lot of work to be done still, and it's been a long day, but thank you for this, Gadrick. It, it means a lot. Of course, of course. So, uh, get you some good rest, and, uh, we'll see you in the morning. Indeed. And he claps him on the shoulder, leaves the bottle and a shot glass, grabs his shot glass, and heads out. And before you head out, um, Vincent is actually going to be like right at the door of the captain's room. And he's kind of just uh, yelling through the door. He says, Oh, Captain, time to quit wallowing, you sour sour puss. (laughs) I would have brought some rum, but someone nicked it. And he opens (laughs) the door and he's, Oh, Gaddy, here's me fucking rum, you dirty. Dusty, you nicked me, Ramen. Now you're boosting up the kitten without me, aren't you? Yeah, you want to fight about it? Ah, no, 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 no. Gedrick said that with a huge grin. Over the comms you hear. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah, well, look. God, kitten. You look like you slept on a pillow with caltrops. I've got to tell you, you need to get some rest. 
Yeah, uh, I'm trying to, Vincent. Oh, right, 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 right. And he just kind of like scratches his head, kind of like uh, almost like, fuck, what the hell did I come in here for? But then it's just like, ah, oh, right, right. Look, Captain. Look, I'll, I'll keep it quick. Right. We're no heroes. Look, I just want to say that you're the most brave and sincere dog I've ever served with. Honest and honest. You need to quit blowing all that fucking terrible air that you're wasting, and you owe the O2 scrubber an apology with that bullshit. Just saying. So, quit whinging, stand up straight, and lead this crew. I'm taking me fucking rum. You can have it. And the tension is back in Roland's shoulders, and he thrusts the the bottle back at Vincent. Catches it. It's good to see. Now, I don't throw it. I just like yeah. kind of like push it into your chest. You right, know? right. There we go. That's energy you can master. Now, use yeah, I'll it on see this you crew. bright and early in the morning for those climbing drills. And with that, I'm going to bed. Right, fucking early. Too right. Gadrick huffs. Looks back at the the captain. Gives him a quick nod and then heads out and quietly as he passes uh, Vincent. Yeah. You always know exactly what to say, don't you? Mm-hmm. And just walks <laughs> off. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> aye. I, I didn't want him to get no sour in the, in the, in the lips. Or Look, come on, come on. Let's go have another bit of a drink. Did I ever tell you about how good of a lay female dwarves are? And she's like, dot, dot, dot. He just walks fade out. Fade to black, fade to black. Yeah, no, I, I just imagine <laughs> Gadrick trying to walk away and then uh, Vincent hurriedly like coming after him, like, did I ever tell you about? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I will go ahead and work my level up into this just to get okay. some of that in here. Yeah, um, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I will say that until we meet again, you know, Roland is going to keep to himself, you know, um, if anybody comes to him in the next two days and you guys want to do that, you can. But otherwise, Roland is going to be doing a lot of shadow boxing. Um, he will, he will at some point ask Hestia to like set up a dummy for him that he can like work around and like use his momentum to shift the dummy into in, like out of his frame. So he'll hit him. He's working on his movement to be able to hit and then move out of the way uh, so as not to get in the way of any range shots from his ally. And so for his fifth level feet, he took coordinated Coordinated shot. shot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounded a lot like that. Nice. Yeah. And then, you know, that that's the main thing that I get. I mean, I think powered up a good bit uh, because you get a revelation. Not at five. That's an even level. level? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we got the ability point increase. So just like all of my things got better. Yeah. Yeah. You know. All right. Um, do I need to call it out? Do I need to put you on no, the No, no, I'll, I'll go next. All right, John Boyle. So uh, the next day he's waiting on uh, uh, Captain Roland. He's nowhere to be found because he's no, not kidding. He's I'm, a, messing with, I'm messing with <laughs> no, you. Uh, no, but. Uh, aside from, you know, practicing climbing and whatnot, um, the other bit that he's trying to focus on is um, 
He's uh, practicing uh, with other weaponry. Uh, so he's not um, just relying solely on just a small arm, a pistol. And um, with that, uh, he actually skilled up in versatile focus. So he's been kind of plinking cans uh, with a tactical real cannon, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a big plink, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you Put need to take versatile focus as a soldier? Focus uh, so, is different than yeah. specialization. Oh, okay. Correct. It gives me a plus one to hit with everything that I'm specialized, well, that I'm proficient with, which is damn near everything that's, except uncategorized yeah. and special weapons. So Right, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I was... I'll say during our climbing drills, maybe like the second day that we're doing mm-hmm. it. The first day, he's like real closed off from you. You mm-hmm. know, any mm-hmm. kind of joking that you do, he just is like kind of short. He's not like outwardly mean to you, but he's not he's not opening up or engaging with you very much. Mm-hmm. But then like on the second day, he will just say, listen, Vincent, I don't, I don't, I don't wish to speak about it. At least not now. But please, mind your tongue when it comes to talking about me running. Yeah. Fair enough. Maybe I spoke out of turn with that. You're a complicated person with complicated feelings, and I get that. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't jump the gun, okay. if it were. Yeah, as you're doing it, and Roland's like, all right, up, up, up. And he's like, like pushing you up like a wall. Like, <laughs> there we go. Uh, and, and to that point, I did take one point in athletics, so I could actually climb again if needed. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, oh, also on that note, with uh, my points, uh, I put a point in perception, intimidate, athletics, and acrobatics. And because I hit level five, uh, I, as part of my class abilities, um, further down the line, I get, I've just gotten focus fire. Which, whenever I make a full attack versus the same target, the penalty is only minus three. There is something that's at level 11 with Soldier's Onslaught, which, which reduces the penalty uh, with three attacks. But, uh, yeah, that's, that is Vincent for now. So Gadrick, on the other hand, not training, not doing any of that stuff. He is flying because he was told not to put it on autopilot. <laughs> but on one of the displays there, uh, and occasionally you feel the ship lurch as he uh, reaches for something or tries to grab a snack or whatever because he's no autopilot. Um, on one of the displays, uh, he is uh, watching the, the Princess Bride yet again <laughs> for like the, the 700th time probably. Favorite movie, huh? Yeah, it, it must be. It's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. But he gets to the scene where Wesley and, for the life of me, I can't remember uh, his Buttercup. name. Princess Buttercup. Princess Buttercup. Buttercup. No, not her. Well, Buttercup's <laughs> blinded and is held captive. And it's the game of wits oh. with the, the poison in the cup. Oh, what the fuck is this? Inconceivable. Yeah. Inconceivable. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's sitting there thinking of... of the classic blunder, Vincini, and the 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 way that Wesley handles it is by building up his tolerance to these things, and in that, Gadrick thinks to himself, a little bit dangerous, but I could do that. And uh, I've taken great fortitude, okay. So uh, extra resistance to diseases, poisons, and other maladies. So a higher fortitude save, which is you know shoring up my lowest save. 
Yeah. I love that Gadrick canonically gains skills by watching (laughs) old movies. All of his level ups have been movie related. It's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. That actor is Wallace Shawn, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise he's uh, he's just flying, kind of keeping to himself and trying to not jostle everyone and the Defrix in the back, not being told not to use autopilot and probably pleads to the captain at some point like, hey, uh, I kind of need to get pee. some. I got to sleep <laughs> sometime. I also got to pee. So. Okay. All right. Good I'll deal. I'll bring you a bucket. <laughs> the captain says, Note. noted. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bucket. No, I imagine there's like, you know, ways to like run temporarily, temporary like, you know, uh, pilot logs so you can go pee, you know? It's called autopilot. Yeah, (laughs) which you said not to do. You can have that. Hestiel will, like, you could let her roll for you for a second while you go to the bathroom. That'll work. So yeah, Hestiel and I tag out as, uh, as Sam. You you gotta pee, man. I'll allow it. There's a necrograft for that. (laughs) Roll for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead and give me a piloting check, no. Tio. I will. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. okay. I'm scared. Don't hit that asteroid. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. No, yeah, I want to roll one. Let's I want to roll one. Ro- let's roll an actual die this session here. Let's Got to practice his barrel roll, her, her barrel yeah. rolls. <laughs> I got a natural one. Gadget goes to the restroom. Nine total. Gadget goes to the restroom, sits down, and is being jostled everywhere while he's trying to do his business. Pees <laughs> <laughs> all over the seat. Uh, yeah, the, uh, over over the intercom, uh, Hestia, you hear Gadrick, What is going on up there in the in the in the <laughs> she, uh, very bridge. quickly? You just she clicks it off. Like nope, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> she bitch buttons you. <laughs> All right. Well, luckily you're in the drift, so right. So it's not too bad. Yeah. Sorry, I got I got very happens. nervous. <laughs> she like that. I love this so much because like. Hestia is the soul of helpfulness, but also never has gotten to pilot this ship and would be very nervous about it, you know? (laughs) So gets in there and like, oh, don't make any adjustments. Oh, why did I turn three quarters of the wheel, you know? (laughs) Uh, Like freaks herself out into jostling the ship. Just added two days to the travel time. (laughs) Good, that gives me more time to fix everything on the ship. (laughs) Speaking uh, of Tia, you want to talk a little yeah. about what Tia got this level? So I was going to say, going back um, yeah, to af- after, I, I like that. We need a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> spill it, Tia. Uh, after our uh, fun conversation, after the debacle, um, she kind of has a shot, walks out feeling a little defeated, a little sad, a little indignant, and goes and, uh, t- you know, with her AI takes has Mantis follow her back to her quarters, snuggles up with her Skittermander Squishmallow and gets a, a good night's rest. And then the next day wakes up and it's like the Iron Man, um, like building the first Iron Man suit montage. Like she just gets to work because at level up, I get to reconfigure my drone and I'm taking it back to a combat drone, but with long arms instead of with the Dashko. Um, and for, with a couple of mods to sure up its AC and its uh, HP. 
So just trying to make it more survivable and and um, it's still a combat drone, but it's going to be attacking from range, so it's not to get knocked out because trying to adapt to our party's uh, fighting style with with Roland potentially fucking going supernova every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but then, so she does that, and then you said that she's got a list of things. I don't know what work needs to be done, but she would definitely get to work on all that. No problem, you got it. Sweet, thank you. <laughs> um, but at, I like to think as she's doing all the work around the ship, uh, as I said, she's not an empath, but like she is tuned into how people are feeling and is kind of in her own thoughts. And as she's going around the ship, you know, she inevitably passes by some of the people where they come by and check out what she's doing and stuff. Um, and she's just thinking about the party and how she can help them. And I can finally, at level five, rectify the mistake we made earlier in the show uh, where I took that feat that I shouldn't have because it was supposed to be for level five. And I took it, which is uh, the... God damn it, where's my feet? Uh, enhanced communalism. So now I can spend RP to do more communalisms per day, and it extends it to where I can use communalism on allies that are within 10 feet of me. So so now I can go back to my old ways of, mm. why, don't, why don't you re-roll that? You know? Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So we're making it so official good. now, huh? Yes. Yeah. Uh, now officially I legally can have that. Yeah. Officially evolved. Yeah. The fuzzy legality was the point at first. Um, yeah. yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So I got that as my feet. Um, so she is, like I said, like in terms of RP, she's a, li- she's a little indignant. Like, like even though it was a bad situation, like we got out of it in, in large part due to like her really putting her life and faith on the line to try to get everybody through this situation and, and save this thing. Um, so she's trying to work through like the hubris of being pissed about that, you know, um, and is able to because she has such staunch faith in Hylax and the goodness of people um, and starts turning inward and then turning outward and thinking about all them and how she can help them and her um, sort of, you know, pseudo psychic ability to influence people's you know, ability to succeed at things is strengthened. Uh, and then, as a class feature, because I'm level four mechanic now, uh, I did take another mechanic level. Spoiler alert, I will take nothing but mechanic levels from here on out. I just wanted that soldier dip. Mm-hmm. Um, but she got another mechanic trick. So her first one is repair drone, which makes it easier and quicker to repair Mantis. Her second one, so during this period, she's toying around with with her armor and her equipment, just checking everything and making sure it's working. She has a spark of inspiration and reconfigures her armor uh, for her her, um, AI to be able to basically create an energy shield so she can give herself um, temporary HP uh, equal to my intelligence modifier plus my mechanic level. Nice. Um, yeah, and it stays active for one minute per mechanic level, uh, or until all the HP or temporary HP is deleted or depleted, not deleted. Um, yeah, but so I can do that every time. Like, I, to, if I do it, I have to spend a resolve to regain stamina points and take a ten minute rest, and then I can do it again. So, little, a lot of survivability. Uh, as well as helpfulness to the other, the rest of the party. A lot, a lot of survivability for Mantis, a little survivability for herself, and then the ability to help people succeed at checks that they, they fail. Okay. 
Right on. I like it. I always love be- Tia's uh, uh, like uh, evolutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she has evolutions. evolved, you know. Like yeah. she, yeah. it really like to me. It was a big deal the way the last one ended with her, like choosing to put her faith in Hylax instead of wasting an action to like turn on her environmental protections. It was like, no, like I've got to get this done now, and Hylax will carry me through this. Mm-hmm. And I think I even said, like, I hope I, you know, I need to evolve right now. Right. And she feels like through succeeding at that and putting her faith in Hylax that Hylax has sort of bolstered her ability and that she has evolved. Okay. I like it. Absolutely. So I believe we have one more person on the crew we haven't checked in with. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this is that same night, Morgan goes to their quarters and um, instead of laying down to go to sleep, they are kind of like pacing around their quarters and uh, the whole time they're sort of petting uh, Sersha and sort of just replaying the events that recently occurred. Specifically being trapped at the bottom of that fucking cliff and knowing that Tia went down, knowing that they couldn't help in any way that they were just stuck. That if there was somehow that they could have gotten there. Somehow. Um, And they're replaying that and replaying what the captain said about was it worth it, you know, or, you know, is, is, is this the best of you, this, this necrograft? And in the same kind of instance as they replay that, they replay their adopted family screaming at them about alterations and modifications that they've made to their body. If it's, coloring their hair or dressing in a different way that's not appropriate to the callistocratic uh, styles and, and regulations and being kind of like sort of torn down on the choices that they've made about their body and they finally just pass out of just sheer exhaustion and the last thing that they remember is like clutching Sersha to their their chest and the next morning when they wake up they have a new spell uh, which is day's weariness you launch an opponent's mind forward in time forcing them to experience a day's events in a moment the target takes 4d8 damage and becomes fatigued for the duration or become exhausted if they're already fatigued Uh, with a will save they can take half the damage but yeah basically having all of that day the kind of frustration and everything so they now have a spell for others to experience that but I'd say the more interesting thing that they notice is that Sersha is a little bit bigger than they were before and that there is a crackling magical energy around them as Morgan has taken a feat the creature companion adept feat indeed so now uh, we basically, I just kind of flavored Sersha in a different uh, skin, essentially. Uh, but Zach and I, you know, talked this over when I first built Morgan. In, uh, first of all, Emily sent me a message today saying, hey, I just want to remind you about this <laughs> and link me to a, a message in our thread from like January <laughs> where she was like, when Morgan hits level five, this is what I want to do. 
and I completely forgotten about it. But back in January, I was like, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. I don't care. <laughs> so, um, here we so, are. But uh, Sersha is technically a Vorak, um, which is kind of like this uh, sightless crow kind of creature. But I didn't like the visual aesthetic, so she's was reworked into sort of like a swan-kitten hybrid. Um, but still, you know, sightless. Uh, but a Vorak comes with a couple of fun little things that they can do. Um, the one that's specific would be magical transference. Once a day, you have a line of uh, when you have a line of effect and line of sight on your Vorak companion, uh, and it's within 30 feet, you can cast a spell as though you were in the Vorak space instead of your own. So essentially, it's fam- similar to familiar spells um, in like 5e and stuff, but it's only once a day. But again, if I could use that to basically, you know, healing touch somebody or, or whatever, uh, that could be a big difference. And also, Spellcaster's Apprentice. When your Vorak companion is adjacent to you or sharing your space, you gain a plus two enhancement bonus to mysticism checks to disable magical devices or repair magic hybrid items. Um, but yeah, and now also, Morgan could technically send uh, Sersha into combat if need be. Um, but yeah, so... Pets for the win! Yeah, yeah. Sersha's now uh, we'll an official to, pet member. We'll have to get Spot to work up with but that's very cool, Emily. It's, it's, yeah. it's a very neat uh, evolution there for your Pokemon has evolved. Your Pokemon, My Pokemon has evolved. evolved. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, the uh, last little what, thing. What kind of? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No. What, what kind of attacks can it do? Or can it just do one kind of attack? Or um, it's so a bite it, of some kind, I think. It's uh, talons. Talons. Um, and it's only it's a plus six to hit, and it's one d four plus six slashing. So oh, that's I mean that's not bad. It's not, it's it's not, not nothing. No, it's no. not great, but, but it's not nothing. So you've yeah. got a normal type Pokemon, and I've got a steel type. Well, it's not. We're um, not doing and, and and she can fly constantly. She has a thirty foot fly speed. So yeah, I love um, it. But uh, the last thing from Morgan is at one point they would kind of sort of essentially corner the captain and uh, in, in private, obviously. And uh, it would say, Captain, I need you to understand that. We appreciate everything that you do. We do see you as a captain. We do see you as a leader. And we will do most everything that you ask of us. And I know that taking this necrograft was not the smartest decision. And I will be getting rid of it because that would be the smartest decision. But for the future... You may dictate everything on the ship, except what is my body. And I need you to understand and respect that. Roland uh, still doesn't look at you. Puts his hand on your shoulder and says, I do respect that. Understood. Could you gather the rest of the crew and meet me in the galley? Yes, Captain. And they would. Uh, so, 
crews in the galley. And uh, he takes a second. He puts down his cup far away from him. (laughs) And then comes back to the top of the table. He says, My crew, I would like to apologize for my outburst and behavior the other night. I was tired and spent, though this is no excuse. I am your leader and should act as such. In my past, I... And you can tell that this is this is really hard for him to say. I... I have abandoned my responsibilities. From a mixture of wanderlust and the fear of failure. Yet, with this crew, I felt like I could finally commit to something. To not run. And he looks at Vincent as he says that. You all share the same yearning for exploration. For new experience. And as such, I was, I am excited to have found a new circle that I could really feel a part of. Not one that was prescribed to me, but one that was me, if that makes sense. I have come to care for each of you deeply, and for the first time, Roland looks directly into Morgan's eyes as he says that. And your safety, while still looking at Morgan, has been paramount to me. And then he looks at the whole of the crew and says, all of you continue to impress me and move me with your skills and your character. My insecurity and fear of failure then well, was that much stronger given the intensity of the feelings that I have for you. My flight instinct reared its ugly head again and I almost succumbed. But thanks to you, and he looks at Gadrick specifically, I fought this urge. I will not promise that this won't happen again, but what I will promise is that I will honor the truth of this circle and understand that while I lead, we do. Our success is not on my shoulders alone, and I pledge myself to that truth. We will remain independent, and I will lead you to the best of my ability if you will still have me. And now, for better or worse, we will not let Edgecorp destroy our dreams, and as such, I think we should rename the ship to be our own. I would like to suggest the independence. I like it. Did we just get married? <laughs> Independence got a good ring to it. Hell of a lot better than Olafont. Uh, I like I like it, Captain. Thank you, Hestia. I like Angrid's hammer a little bit more. <laughs> just just throwing it out there. Dwarf god, dwarf pantheon. No, no takers here. Just, just saying. Right, I think well, it, I'll, I think I'll that's very cool, and I would love to read about. The Dwarven Pantheon at some point. Well, I'll tell you all about it later. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Morgan kind of looks up at the captain and says, um, 
I think that's a fine name. And I think we're a fine crew, and you are a fine captain. And I look forward to our journeys together. As do I. And I know that we are a fine crew. I know it. You are my circle, and while I don't know how many of you know what that means to Velaka, it is its similar to a clan or a family. And you are my family. We are going to fuck Edgecorp in the ass. <laughs> I didn't know if he would commit to that one. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Fuck him, Fuck him, Dan. He's yeah. getting better. He's getting better. <laughs> all right. So, it's very good. Uh, good job, everybody. <laughs> I want you all to take each three 30 30 inspirations. Ooh, bank damn. them up. Damn. Three each. Thank three you, each. Hang on to them. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> good job, everybody. We are headed back to Skitterhaven Ranch, and with that, we'll see you. Wait, we'll did, see I, did you. I get all the repairs done? Oh, yes. Did I get everything done? Yes. Okay. Roll for it. She <laughs> would be absolutely <laughs> devastated if all the repairs weren't finished by the time. <laughs>